welcome to another episode of the Cage Conservative Podcast, where we talk about life, we talk about liberty, and we talk about the pursuit of happiness, and showing the world that Cajuns do have intelligence. I'm glad you're with me today as we talk about the week's events and everything else going on. This is a, there's some crazy things going on. There, there's craziness happening in the world today. And if you listen, if you if you follow me on Facebook, the Cajun Conservative Podcast on Facebook, it's I share stories that just blow blow my mind, and I'm I'm asking for your opinions and all that stuff, and share my opinion on Facebook. That's how I connect with y'all during the week. If you have a Facebook page, go look it up at the Cajun Conservative. Great, in my opinion, a great Facebook post a page. Also, you know, if you have not yet and you're a first-time listener, welcome to the Cage of Conservative family. Because this is what it's about, being a family and about informing families. You know, if, if there's a bridge out on the road, if you like me and my family, we call each other. We live right by Interstate 10, and, you know, when I would work in Lafayette, Louisiana, I would uh, I would go be driving that way. My mom or my dad or my brother or somebody in the family would call. Hey, there's a wreck on Interstate 10. Don't take it. You got to take the back way. And they'll just give me a warning of that. And that's how I feel I'm doing here. Y'all my family. And I go ahead and I'm doing intense research and I'm trying to show y'all the truth. And hopefully that y'all go ahead and y'all, y'all accept it. Now, there'll be some families that say, ah, you just you, you, you don't know what you're talking about, and they go on the interstate and they get stuck for three hours. And that that's what I, I don't want that to happen to y'all guys. But anyway, welcome to the Cajun Conservative family. If you're a first-time listener, if you're a first-time listener, please go ahead and hit that subscribe button or follow button. I know Apple Podcasts, Google, and Spotify, they all have their own way. I know Spotify does follow um I think Apple and Google does subscribe. You also can leave reviews on certain of these websites. If you can, go ahead and leave us a a review. It goes ahead and suggests to other podcast listeners about our podcast. And if they like it, they can go ahead and listen to it. So we have a lot going on this week. And, And look, everything really this week was around the Derek Chauvin trial. And a shooting of a young black female in Columbus, Ohio, which we're going to talk about later on. But as you know, as always, something comes up and I was talking to a friend that's a conservative last night and he brought out the same thought. So I think that a lot of conservatives are thinking the same way, what I'm about to talk about. And some of them, it may not even heard, but it's a big story that broke on Friday, April 23rd. And, you know, it's hard to say he or she, you know, the mainstream media calls her she, um, you know, I believe that whatever God made you, that's, you know, if you're a male or female at birth, that's what God made you. And that's what you're going to be all through eternity. It don't matter what surgery you do or how you feel. It's common sense. There's some people in the science world today says, oh, there are multiple Gen- genders out there but if you read genesis the bible said god made them male and female jesus in- reiterated them words i believe back in matthew so from the very beginning it was male and female so i'm just gonna point to this person by their name 
Caitlyn Jenner, who was formerly known as Bruce Jenner. Now, a lot of people might know uh, Bruce Jenner if you are an Olympian fan. Uh, Bruce Jenner, when uh, well, when Caitlyn Jenner was Bruce Jenner, won medals like crazy for their. Uh, I think it was track that that he ran. And so, so Bruce Jenner, I'm, I'm going to give you some background of what happened. And I remember when this happened. I can't remember what year it was. Bruce Jenner comes out and says he was going to have um, surgery to make himself into a woman. And that he felt that he was a woman inside of a man's body. I remember at that time, his daughters, the Kardashians, or, you know, some way how he's related to them people. They would say, we will see daddy trying on mama's clothes, or it was just a big, big fiasco, you could say, in the media. Because the media looked at this as a, as a, a prominent athlete doing their agenda. Now, at that time, I did not know that Caitlyn Jenner, who was formerly as Bruce Jenner, was Republican. I didn't know that. I found that out, I believe, on the twenty. 20- 16 election when Trump was running because of course the question was which celebrities was voting for Trump and which ones weren't and I'm going to tell you this that could have been a plot point because they were trying to try to target these actors and everything and Bruce Jenner uh Caitlyn Jenner you know then you know I, I don't know if she I don't know if she voted for him and uh well Jenner I didn't know if he I didn't know if Jenner voted for Trump but I would have to go back and do some research, but that was all big news back in the day that that Bruce Jenner was transgendering into a woman. The media praised him for his bravery. The media praised him for this courage and and this this act of you know this this act of of of, of courageous you know it was just, it was just a great thing that was going on. The media praised Bruce Jenner, who would become Caitlyn Jenner. Well, we had news reports from Fox News, and I was on a job site with my father, who owns Hayes' Dump Truck Service, which is a proud sponsor of this program. Went ahead, and I got a news a news article pop up through my phone. Yes, folks, we were stopped. We was about to unload some dirt. You know, so I, I was looking at it, and I, I saw it that Caitlyn Jenner, who was formerly Bruce Jenner, decide, is, this, is deciding to run for governor of California. Now, when I first saw this, I, my, my thinking was, wait a minute. <laughs> this is, this is a part of the Kardashians. And look, if you ever seen the Kardashians and, uh, unfortunately I had the, the unfortunate privilege of watching an episode or two, there is drama all over that family. They don't know what's going on. I'm thinking, wow, we got somebody that's part of the Kardashians running for government. I'm like, whoa. Now, I know, and and from hearing stories of reality shows, especially like Doug Donesty, I fell in love with Doug Donesty when it first came out. I have all the DVDs. I have all the specials. I got some of their books. I got Phil Robinson's book, The Theft of American Soul and Jesus Politics. I have The Duck Commander Family by Willie and Corey Robinson. I just bought uh, the new book, 
uh, the good, the bad, and the grace of God by uh, Jeb and his wife. So I, I'm familiar with that family, and I, I you know, I, I, I love fell in love with the show. That's how I heard of Duck Commander. I became a Duck Commander fan after Duck Dynasty. And they have said on the show that reality isn't really reality. There's a lot of things planned. There's a lot of things that go on. And they're not mocking the show. It was a great show. But a lot of that drama that happens on the Kardashians, 9 out of 10 isn't real. I I hope their family is a typical American family. Wish they're not because you have Bruce Jenner turning into uh, Caitlyn Jenner. And you just have drama all over. You know, they uh, uh, Kanye West is married to one of them. They're getting a divorce. And it's just drama. Just drama all the time on that show. And my thinking was, does California really need all that drama? You know, I, I don't know if, if Caitlyn Jenner and, you know, his farmer, the, 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 the mom on the Kardashians are still married. I, I don't know. I, I don't watch the show. All I know is drama. So I'm going I'm to see how that works. Because this is California, by the way. People might might look at that and say, well, Caitlyn Jenner, oh boy, you know, you know, no, a celebrity is running. That's what they did with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Arnold Schwarzenegger was a Republican. He wasn't a good one, but he was a Republican. And he won. But then it started hitting me when I started reading the article. Fox News made sure they point that out, that Caitlyn Jenner who was formerly known as Bruce Jenner, was a Republican. And I thought, I want to see how the media is going to spin this. Look, look, this, this story broke yesterday, so I have, the media is real quiet. I talked to a good friend of mine that is a conservative, and he's like me, he, he listens to everything, and he, he, he looks at all kind of articles and everything like that. And he told me, he said, Isaac, I haven't heard nothing on the media yet. Right now, if I ha- if I can give um, some advice to the mainstream media, shut up. Don't say nothing what, what I'm about to explain. Because silence will probably be the best thing in this race. The only ones that should attack Caitlyn Jenner is the Democrat opponent. Whoever that's going to be. If that's Newsom, Norsom, or if that's someone else. Because there is, look folks, there was a governor recall. In the, in the state of California. I believe it's over a million votes to get out Norsom because of his handling of the COVID-19 crisis. The Californians in the shambles because of COVID-19, folks. And that was all because of Gavin Newsom. Because Gavin Newsom put policies in there that, that hurt everybody. Shut down business. You couldn't even get out your house. If you walk like five feet out your house, you can get a ticket. Which is sad, folks, but they, they did recall Gavin Newsom. They, their recall was a success compared to Louisiana's. Great job for the effort, the people that try to recall John Bear Edwards. But I think we only had like 600,000 votes out of the. Oh, no, we needed 600,000 votes. I don't even think we hit that. So I don't know. I have a good friend that's, that's, that talks about recalls, and he was a big part of that. We might have to get him on one day to talk about the process. But folks, and like I'm about to say, I want to see the media's twist on this back back to the gubernatorial race in California. I really want to see, I really want to see what the media is going to do with this. Are they going to praise Jenner? Because he is a transgender person running for governor? 
of the great state of California. And look, if it's going to happen in a, for a first time ever for transgender to be in a gubernatorial seat would be California. Look, I live in the great state of Louisiana and, and I have friends that went to California. I never made it to California. They say it's beautiful out there. But taxation is so high in California. Their political system is just in shambles. They're run by the me- the, the left-wing media. They're not run by the left-wing media, by the left-wing Democrats. So, 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 but Caitlyn, Caitlyn Jenner is a transgender person. I just told you the whole story about how Bruce Jenner decided to become Caitlyn Jenner and have reassessment surgery or whatever they call it. So, so, so now in the world's eyes, Caitlyn Jenner is a hero because she took that stand of faith. She took that stand to 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 go ahead and show the, the the media. Even when she was against the Republican Party was against her, she still stood up and she still did it. Are the media is going to say that that this is a great courage that Jenner is running for governor and and that she she might be the first transgender governor of the of the United States of America? Are they going to throw that on the side and not promote Jenner because Jenner is a Republican? See, they were were quick to praise Jenner back in the day. But what about now? Because you see, I learned something about Democrat politicians. They will love a Republican when they go against a Republican and they will go ahead and, 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 you know, held them up on a pedestal because they went against the right wing Republicans. I believe it was, um, judge Roberts. Cause and see every Democrat loves judge Roberts every so often because he makes a decision on the Supreme court, especially when it was a five, four majority. And he was the deciding vote. And when he would go ahead and choose towards the left, they hold Judge Roberts up to a high standard. But when he does make a choice that is right, and that, look, a broken clock is right twice a day. The Democrat politicians, oh, I can't believe Judge Roberts, and they cut him down. So they, and, and I'm using that as an example because they held Jenner. They've been holding Jenner up to a, a Caitlyn Jenner to a high standard that this is a, is a is an example of what freedom looks like. That you can choose to, to to be a man or a woman of your own choice. Don't care what the Bible says. Don't care what nature says. Where you can do it, and we hold because Caitlyn Jenner is the prime example. But you see, they didn't have to. They didn't have to look at the policies that Caitlyn Jenner is going to have to pr- fulfill. If, if Caitlyn Jenner, who was formerly Bruce Jenner, becomes governor, will 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 Jenner hold up to that Republican standard? If that happens, if Jenner calls for lower taxes and pro-life stance and all, you really think the Democrats are going to care if he's a transgender or she's a transgender person?
Do you honestly think that the Democrats are going to care? And I'm, I'm looking forward to the next week and keeping an eye out on this story because this story right here is going to see how much they love Caitlyn Jenner, who was formerly Bruce Jenner. But it's real interesting. I, I look, I, 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 this has happened multiple times when some, someone that has been held up by the Democrat Party and then they look at the Republican name and they do something and the Democrats just turn on that. And I'm not talking about all Democrats. I'm talking about Democrat parties, leadership and politicians. I really want to see what the media is going to do with this because the media, I, I really, really think is going to turn their back on them. And Jenner's going to be like, I thought y'all loved me. And they're going to be like, you should have changed your party. Now, if Jenner was a Democrat, oh, I think they throw Newsom to the dogs. Hey, get out of here. We don't need you no more. You've done the damage with California. We're going to go with Jenner. Because, see, that's a good story. It's a Democrat. It's freedom they're promoting of your own body, of your own choosing. But it's a Republican. So I I really want to see how this is going to turn out. I'll be right back. For delivering material to a job site, Acadiana uses Hayes Dump Truck Services. Since 2011, Hayes has been moving heaven and earth to job sites all over Acadiana with their top-of-the-line dump trucks. Whether it's a huge landscaping job or a pre-construction site, Hayes has the manpower and equipment to move the materials fast, fast. You call, we haul. Dirt, compost, gravel, topsoil, fill sand, and limestone. Call Hayes right now, 852-8043. Hayes Dump Truck Services, where Jesus is Lord of this company. you doing everybody welcome back to the cajun conservative show I, like i said I, I, going back to my last topic before we go to the next thing i just i just can't wait i just I, 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 I look if you're a listener in california and especially if you're a republican even if you're a democrat just go ahead and email me your thoughts and I'll, I'll probably read them on on air if you're okay with it or send me a message on Facebook, at the Cajun Conservative Facebook page. And tell me what you think about this. Because, look, this, a lot of people, might, look, I don't live in California, so it don't really bother me what they do over there. But I know what California does, 9 out of 10, the state, the, 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 the country is going to follow later on. And I really want to really get your opinion because I, I want to see what you think about this. About Jenner running for governor. Because I, I really, I really want to know, will the media attack his political party or stand with the transgender movement? Because you remember, they're, they're supposed to be the party of the transgenders. They're supposed to be the parties of the, 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 
the homosexuals because see us big mean Republicans don't want you to be, you don't want to be who you want to be. And look, majority of Republicans and conservatives are Christians. That's why we have this stance because we believe the Bible. We believe what the Bible says is true. And that's how we hold our stance. But look, if somebody wants to go ahead and get reassessment surgery, whatever they call it, that's between you and God. Okay, I'm going to witness to you and tell you the truth, but if someone want to choose that, that's their choice. We're not, we're not denying the choice that they can do it. We think it's wrong, and I'll tell anybody I believe it's wrong. But we live in a country to where they can do it. You know, it now, I don't think they should go ahead and make policies and everything like that because their minds, a lot... I just don't want, I don't, I don't see why somebody would want to do that. But as Roman says, there will be a repetition, a uh, reprobate mind that the Bible says. But you see, they know, they have a knowledge of God, but they want to acknowledge him as God. So God will give them to up to a reprobate mind. Their, their thinking is weird. And like I said, I, I pray for people. I pray for, I look, I pray for Caitlyn Jenner for herself, if, uh, for, uh, for Jenner's salvation. But I really want to know from my listeners in California, if you ever have any, to go ahead and send me an email or send me, you know, my email is at the Cajun, uh, Cajun, the Cajun Conservative 5 at gmail.com. Also, you can send me a message on Facebook. I'll answer. I'll see what's going on. It just, I really want to know what the media is going to do with this. Because like I said, remember, the Republicans are supposed to be the party uh, of, of, of against transgenderism. But Jenner's a Republican and transgender. So we're going to see what happens. I, I want to I really see what happens with this. Because I, I honestly think that this is going to cause more trouble than anything. And this is the problem with California. You have California. You have, the last real Republican I mentioned earlier was Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he was a rhino. And I don't know, I don't, I'm not, I don't know Caitlyn Jenner's views on abortion or taxes or anything else that holds to the conservative movement. My advice for California is to look for the most conservative person. And unfortunately, if the most conservative person don't win, you go for the lesser of two evils. So we're going to have to see what happens in that. But I'm going to keep a close eye out for you guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look out for it. All right, I'm going to go ahead and talk about inciting violence in politics. But what you mean, Isaac, what you mean inciting violence in politics? Well, as a lot of people know that Derek Chauvin was convicted of second-degree murder, third-degree murder, and manslaughter. I'm not going to break down what each degree means because I'm going to talk a little bit about this trial right now and about inciting violence. Most are going to be about inciting violence. And look, most of the news this week involved that some way or another because a politician said something this week that that, that really threw me off. But there's a lot of politicians that said a few things. I'm going to quote a few names later on. But I I really want to talk about inciting violence because 
inciting violence is telling people to do something to create harm. That's my de- that's that's the Hayes Cajun dictionary saying that. And don't you remember that we had we have an example of inciting a riot? We do, according to the left, Donald J. Trump. Because you see, January 6th at the capital of the United States, where people were protesting and, and, and trying to get Mike Pence to go ahead and look at six states for voter fraud. Mike Pence didn't do it because Mike Pence believes he's in a ceremonial role he was in a ceremonial role as vice president for the electoral college votes of January 6th. Now you can go back and listen uh, around that time. I gave a whole, I studied the constitution and make sure what I was saying on here was true. Mike Pence had a constitutional duty. He was not a ceremonial role. As he says, he was the president of the Senate and he had, he had, he had the, the chance to go ahead and say, we're going to look at them six States for voter fraud. Daring contestion, the, the state legislations are asking us to wait. He could have done something like that. He had the power. And we use an example, I believe, of Thomas Jefferson. When he was running, he was the vice president, and they had all, all places of dispute in Georgia. He went ahead and said, well, I feel I won that state. I took it out. Did Thomas Jefferson do wrong? He didn't go look into You know, you can look at history and see he became the president. But that, that Senate president's seat has a lot more power than people think. What's sad is people don't study the Constitution no more. I heard a status there that, I, that if, if, if Americans would take the uh, constitutional test, I think only like 10% of Americans would, would, uh, would pass it. And that's sad. You live in this country. You live in this country and you don't even know what your own do- founding documents say. Anyway, moving on. Inciting violence, and I'm bringing you some content with Mike Pence and stuff. But Donald Trump was talking, and he said, "I hope Mike Pence does this." and And he made a statement that everyone's saying. And I have the. I, and if, before you say you're making that up, I have the transcript, and I have a video of Donald Trump saying peacefully and patriotically, making your voices heard. Now, people might say, where's well, the whole speech? Just not that line. But that's the line that that the left media and, 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 and people that, that are uh, left mind thinking say that's the part where it incited the violence that people would go and run to the Capitol. And they say they, they impeach Donald Trump on insurrection. And look, I, I watched that whole thing. They was having debates. They were they, they had challenges of states at the electoral college. And look, there probably would have been some that nine out of ten would have would have people would have heard the evidence for the first time. But all of a sudden, the the, the riot on the Capitol happened, and these fools that went and run this thing hurt us more than anything. But that is the prime example of insurrection of January sixth, Donald Trump. So when you hear a politician say this about a crowd and I'm talking about Maxine Waters this week I'm going to go ahead and play the clip because Maxine Waters said this this week and it, it caused a lot of backlash on her 
If nothing does not happen, then we know uh, that we've got to not only stay in the street, but we've got to fight for justice. We've got to get more confrontation. We've got to make sure that they, they know that we need business. So they know that we mean business. We need to be more controversial. We need to stand on the streets and we need to, we need to have, we need a guilty verdict. Anything less than a guilty verdict. We're we're gonna we're gonna stand out here, and she even said it. We're gonna be controversial. Now, folks, isn't that inciting a riot? Isn't that inciting insurrections? Isn't she telling people, "Hey, unless we get a guilty verdict, y'all get ready to riot"? That's what basically she's saying. Now, the Republican Party tried censoring her. I think it was like two uh, two. 216 to 208 in the vote to censor. All the Democrats backed her up. Folks, there is a double standard in the Democrat Party. Donald Trump saying peacefully and patriotically protesting, they impeached him for. But Maxine Waters telling people to go ahead and be controversial and, and to go ahead and to, 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 to not have, not to make peace unless we get a guilty verdict. The Democrat Party is saying, well, she got the freedom of speech. Yes, she does. I don't disagree that she has the freedom of speech, but there's some things you just don't say. You know, I'm going to quote our president of the United States right now. He said the other day when he was talking about gun control, you don't go in a movie theater and scream fire, but then you call that free speech. And I agree with the president. This is a dumb thing you don't stay on stay because you have the freedom of speech. But Maxine Waters, is, it, look, I don't care how much you dislike this woman or, or you disagree with her. She has a following and people will do whatever she want, she says to do. But the Democrat Party, she got the freedom of speech. Really? So if that's the case, you need to stop griping about Donald Trump and say we were wrong for impeaching him because he has the freedom of speech. Which he didn't say nothing wrong. At least he told his followers to be peaceful. Maxine Waters telling her people, the people that follow her, to go and cause trouble. Go and cause trouble because we want a guilty verdict. I said it the other day, and I think I got some backlash over that, but it's true. That's how terrorism works, folks. Hey, y'all follow uh, Allah? uh, Or uh, you, you, you follow our ways? Or we kill you? And if you come against our state... We're going to hurt you. You, They call us infidels. That's what she's doing right here. She's inciting fear. Which we're going to talk a little bit about the Derek Chauvin trial. And and the, the, the young lady that got shot in the next segment. But if I'm a jury. If I'm a juror. In a jury. And I hear a woman say that. Do you honestly think I'm going to think about a not guilty verdict? Folks, I have a friend that lit that, that that the Scott Ford show in Chicago. He works in Chicago, Mr. Scott Ford. 
And he showed a video on his uh, on his show the other day of people putting plywood. He said he should have got into the uh, to the plywood business. He'll be rich right now. Chicago people in Chicago were boarding up their their businesses because they were expecting riots if a not if a if a not guilty verdict came in. Why? Because of people like Maxine Waters inciting violence. But there's a difference between Maxine Waters and Donald Trump. Donald Trump's a Republican and they hate him. Maxine Waters is a Democrat and they love her. Folks, she didn't get no flap from the mainstream media. From conservative media like myself that is bringing this out to you so you can make an informed decision on what she said. But a woman standing in front of a possibly a peaceful protest telling them to get to get controversial conflicted. It's stupid. This is an elected official. And look, I'm going to be honest with you. Not one Democrat condemned her for what she said. Not one. And it came down party lines. It was 218, uh, the vote. Not one Democrat came and said what she said was wrong and we need to censor her. This this was inciting a a riot. Telling people to get ready and unless we get a guilty verdict. And like I said, I brought you back to January 6th for a reason. Because they still say that Donald Trump should not serve in office. They still say that Donald Trump should not be on Twitter. Donald Trump was kicked off Twitter. He was kicked off Facebook because he said peacefully and patriotically, go and protest. But folks, this is how the left works. If you have a D behind your name and you hold to their principles. Look, Maxine Waters is for abortion. Maxine Waters for high taxes. Maxine Waters is for all these riots. She wants to defund the police, but (laughs) nine out of ten had police cars somewhere around there. LeBron James, I'm going to use LeBron James in in the next segment, but LeBron James says uh, accountability and puts a picture, which is now deleted, but puts a picture of a cop and says, you're next, accountability, hashtag. Then it comes up because he got flapped for insulting a police officer, apparently, which we're going to talk about later. But LeBron James has a squad of cops all around him. I tell you, they would tell me, hey, you got to go and uh, watch LeBron James today. I would have called in on one of the sick days. This is just ridiculous, folks. Maxine Waters on that video. Now, look, I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt. It was a Fox News video, and they did three clips because she had, there was three questions she answered, that and they put them together. I will give the, oh, see, yeah, they added it. If that's the case, NBC needs to be, uh, be, um, be checked because NBC edited a police video cam which we're going to talk about in a few minutes. But Maxine Waters is inciting violence and the media is silent. Is that a big shocker? No. I'll be right back. He paid it all. He paid it all. 
How you doing, everybody? Welcome to this third and final segment of the podcast. All right, I just talked about Maxine Waters a little bit. And isn't it sad that, that you know, like I said, that she didn't get the media. Like I said, Fox News, Tucker Carlson, and probably Mark Levin and all of them went ahead and just talked about this. They talked about you know, how, how it was hypocritical that the Democrat party would go ahead and try to cut down Trump because Trump caused the insurrection and he caused a riot on the Capitol because people were waving Trump flags and everything. Really? If that's the case, you can't go to any political rallies because look, there was Biden flags that flew. There weren't many about five, but there was Biden flags and all that. But a woman going in there and telling people, hey, cause violence, basically. And she's getting praised because she used her First Amendment right as the freedom of speech. She had the right. And Nancy Pelosi, she don't need to apologize. Uh, Look, I'm going to be honest with you. I think Nancy Pelosi and Maxine Waters were in kindergarten together. Because, and look, there was another day, I I don't have it on the the files right now, but Maxine Waters went on there and said, I'm, when I think it was, uh, I think it was NBC, I'm not sure. But one of the the news networks and said, I'm going to stay in Congress and I'm going to fight for the people and and they're not going to get me out. People tried voting me out, but I'm not getting out until I decide to retire. Todd Herman of the Rush Limbaugh show. That's the guide host for the Rush Limbaugh show said this week. If you ever wanted like a debate for voting uh, election terms, show that video. Because people like Nancy Pelosi, Maxine Waters, Joe Biden, these are career politicians. They decided to get into politics. They moved up the ladder. And guess what? They're making they're filthy rich off the backs of the American people. These are career politicians that do not care about you. They got mega homes with fences to protect them. And they don't care about the American people. But I'm just, and it's sad. Most politicians do not. All right. I was going to go ahead and talk about a few things this week. That would, and, and the biggest story of all is the Derek Chauvin verdict. On this podcast, I didn't focus too much on the trial. Because I I, kind of knew that this trial was not focused on fulfilling justice. This trial was basically, according to the media, to put a white racist in jail for killing an innocent black man. That was the narrative of this whole thing. It was a a racist white man killing an unarmed black man by putting his knee for nine minutes on the content. If you already don't know, George Floyd died uh, close to about a year, maybe over a year now 
when Derek Chauvin put him on the ground and put his knee on his neck, supposedly, because evidence in the trial show otherwise. Because the prosecution had to change their argument. They were saying the neck, but then when the autopsy comes out, they had to say the neck area. So that was around his shoulders and his, his back above his neck. And I also believe, uh, I'm not going to say 100%, but I believe that the autopsy also showed that a lot of his airways were not closed. Also, in the trial that came out, look, I'm going to be honest with you, I learned more after the verdict than anything. And I, like I said, I didn't talk about it I knew it was a, it was a media fest show. The, the, whole, the whole trial was televised for three weeks. And I didn't have eight hours, nine hours a day to watch for three weeks. But it was shown that Mr. George Floyd asked to go to the ground. He was saying, I can't breathe before he even hit the ground. He, I think he was still in the squad car. And he was asking there. He asked him to go on the ground. So if you look at evidence like that, there, there's some things. In my personal opinion, I don't think Derek Chauvin should have got second or third degree murder. At the most, manslaughter. That's what I believe. After listening to the evidence of all the people talking everything. But this trial was not a trial based on the facts. It was based on popular opinion. Because nothing in that trial showed that Derek Chauvin was a racist. Nothing shows that Derek, that Derek Chauvin said, I'm going to wake. He didn't wake up that morning saying, you know what? I don't like George Floyd. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ride all over Minneapolis. And I'm going to find George Floyd breaking the law. And I'm going to go ahead and kill him. Nothing in the trial showed that they didn't show no tweets. They, they really got away from that argument. But the American narrative of, of Derek Chauvin is that he is a racist and he purposely tried to kill George Floyd. That in the trial itself was not proven. But as I said in the last segment, I believe there was a guilty verdict on all counts because you had people like Maxine Waters saying, and I just showed you in the last clip, which hold on, listen again. I'm going to go ahead and show you what she said. And I think this is why, this is the main purpose, why it became a guilty verdict. We're looking for a guilty verdict. If nothing does not happen, then we know of that. We've got to not only stay in the street, but we've got to fight for justice. We've got to get more confrontation. We've got to make sure that they, they know that we need this. So you, you heard Maxine Waters. I played in the last segment because I was talking about insurrection that she that this was a this this was a call for violence. And you didn't just hear what she said. She said and look, they were in their closing arguments at that time. Maxine Waters saying, unless we get a if we don't get a guilty verdict, if we don't get a guilty verdict, stay on the streets, be controversial and, 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 and make hell, basically. This is why a guilty verdict came out on all three cases, on all three trials. You also had the president of the United States, and I don't have the clip, saying that they should come back with the right decision. And, in my, and the right decision to me is a guilty verdict because after what I've seen, it's, it's cut and dry, which it wasn't. And the president said, well, I know that the, the jury ain't listening to this, really. I want to bring out a point to some people. Back in the 50s and 60s when they had trial, or whatever, let's just say this, all trials in general until modern age. 
they will go ahead and ask a juror to come on. If especially it was a high profile case, they put them in a room with no TV, no telephone, no nothing. You have to and look back in the day. That's when books were popular. So I, I bet nine out of 10, they had to have books. Don't get me wrong. I read books. I have books. I mentioned books about, uh, Phil Robinson and stuff. I got books all over. I got one by Todd Stearns. I got one. I got uh Tim LaHaye. I got, you know, I got, I got by, I got Bibles in here. I got books. Excuse me. But that, that's what you had to do. You had until the trial, you had to read the books or you had to read evidence. Or, we live in a modern age where everyone got a cell phone. And you can't go ahead and tell people, hey, give me, you know, give me, uh, give me your cell phone. You can't have your cell phone. Also, we took out your TV so you, could, you can't hear the outside world. Folks, these jurors were hearing this. Look, it got to a point where the judge made a statement, which he should have mistried it. Because of Maxine Waters' statement, he was saying, look, this in some cases, this might go to appeal, and it might go to a mistrial because of Maxine Waters. But it just ain't Maxine Waters. It's the President of the United States. It's Kamala Harris. It's people going on, 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 on television and saying, like Shannon Sharp this week, saying how, yeah, they're happy, but it's not enough. It's not enough. But people like Shannon Sharp and, and, and all these people, uh, uh, LeBron James, giving their two cents, and saying that if they don't have a guilty verdict, man, we're gonna have they're gonna have riots, they're gonna have issues. Especially in Minneapolis. Minneapolis has been scarred by riots since last year. Portland, Oregon's the same way. So all these jurors were probably thinking, huh, if we don't give a guilty verdict, our city's gonna burn. They might come after my house. They might and I believe these these people were scared. They didn't, they didn't go on evidence. I don't believe they did. Now, I could be wrong. They did spend 10 hours in a, in a room locked up talking about the case. But I think that's like two and a half, three hours per, no, three and a half hours talking about each, uh, each charge. Was it just, uh, I'm not going to say that. But it's funny how, and somebody quoted out, it's funny how they say justice was served. And they don't say the system worked for them because they're trying to say the system's broken. And it's sad, folks, that when it's getting to a point where when there's a police shooting that's justified and that narrative that a white cop shot a black, a black person overrides all the facts. I'm not saying, the reason I'm saying it is because there was a shooting in uh, Columbus, Ohio of a police officer responding to a call and had three seconds to determine the situation. And when he looked at the situation, if you listen to the 911 call, there was a young woman that was the age of 16. Her name, her last name was Brian. I think it was Makia Brian or something like that. Had a knife and was threatening the life of another person. The cop got out of SWAT car, told him to put down the knife. When she did, he shot her. Now, folks, that that story went out as a white cop shooting a black person and not looking at none of the evidence. And that was 30 minutes before the verdict was read. So can you imagine these jurors in the in the courtroom and they see this? Oh, no, another. Oh, my goodness. This is going to cause right. We better give a guilty verdict. Well, I, like I said, I don't know what happened in there. We weren't allowed in there. But if you go ahead and, and you just look at the narrative around this world today, 
That's what it's about. A black a, a black person getting shot by a white cop, and it goes towards racism. And look, like I said, I'm not going to say it wasn't just. I, I don't know. The guilty verdict did come down. I think he should have got manslaughter. But it's sad, folks. It's really, really, really sad. That look and look. That's all they know. Look, they, they got him on second degree murder, for, uh, third degree murder, and manslaughter. But all it is is that Derek Chauvin, racist, goes to jail for killing George Floyd. Like I said, there was a lot of evidence that they didn't go by. But it, it, it's sad, folks. It's sad. Look, and the, the, this is the narrative right now. Look, I, I believe he was even Shannon Sharp. Look what happened in Columbus, Ohio. And look, this is my opinion on that. Is it a shame that Miss Bryan died? Yes. I, I don't like seeing no one go into eternity. I don't, you know, unless they're saved. You know, when someone that's saved and died, we say at a graduation ceremony, okay, they're going to heaven. We know that because they believed in Jesus Christ. But folks, I don't know the fate of this girl. And I, all I can do is pray and ask, maybe somebody got to her. We don't know. And especially the 911 call. When the 911 call came, it was it was show this 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 girl had a knife. They were saying she got a knife. She's trying to kill somebody. When the cop got there, then look, NBC, I, I'm I'm gonna talk about NBC right here. NBC went ahead and edited that video, took out a second, so it looked like the cop was just shooting the shoot. No, the cop got out and said drop the knife. When she charged the young woman, that's when the cop shot shot him. Because this was the cops thinking she's about to take it. She's about to murder somebody. Let's stop her. They try working on her. But people, oh, no, no, a white cop shot a black person without looking at none of the facts. How does, and like I said, I'm talking more about the Derek Chauvin trial, but that, that's, just, that's the narrative in America right now. And that's how they were looking at this trial. A black, uh, a racist man was, was, char- was, um, had accountability as they're saying because he's going to jail. The King J- uh, LeBron James went in and look, I'm not calling him King James because he's not my king. I'm sorry. A basketball player is not king. Jesus is the only king. I had to get that out. I'm sorry. It just, it just, I think that's a mockery. Just anyway, but LeBron James goes and goes right after after the verdict read and says accountability. Accountability. But really? Was it? Well, I don't think they went according to the evidence. I think this is going to go to appeal. And not it might go to a mistrial because of Maxine Waters' statement. But you, you, you had all this, you know, this verdict. And look, the media was praising it. I'm about to go into that. But, uh, but, um, but LeBron James saying accountability. But then you have Shannon Sharp that says, yes, you know, Derek Chauvin goes to jail. But look what happened in Columbus, Ohio. But it don't stop. The system's broken. I've been hearing that a lot. And that, that's what it's post-trial stuff. I've been hearing a lot of people say that. Oh, this, this, this trial, the system's broken. We need to change the system. And we finally get a glimpse of what they really want. It's not that they want police reform. It's not that they want the end racism. They want to change the system of government. We need to change the system. The federal government needs to put more pressure on the police departments. They want to change the system. They want to go ahead and change the way of life in America. They basically what they're saying is, hey, let's get rid of the Constitution. Let's rewrite the Constitution. I heard someone say that that Constitution is full of racism. Really? 
that men are all created equal by their creator. That's one line in the Constitution. Look, has this country made mistakes? Absolutely. I'm not going to deny the fact there are some dark times in our history, but thank God, like men that were Republicans, like Abraham Lincoln, that said, we are believe in this Republic. I think we need to end slavery. I, men, there was men in the, look, the people that did the, um, the underground railroad, they were good people that try to stop and fix the mistakes of this country, but not by erasing the history. On that case with the Columbus, Ohio police officer, LeBron James, and I quoted it earlier, went ahead and put a tweet with a picture of the cop and says, you're next, hashtag accountability. Is that where it's coming to, where you don't listen to no facts and you just judge? See, look, they already made that cop guilty. The cop, the cop is already guilty before even going to, even before even investigation happens. He was trying to protect an innocent bystander. There's a tweet out there that I'm going to read. And I'm going to credit this to where credit is due. Because I saw this on uh, Scott Ford, the Scott Ford uh, show. Shared this tweet. And let me go ahead and find it. And, and look, I, li- I like Scott. Scott's a, Scott's a good man. If you get a chance, go... Listen to his uh his uh his uh his show. Uh yeah, there it is. Is the fun and abolish police Twitter page? Apparently, teenagers have been having fights, including fights involving knives for eons. We do not need police to address these situations by showing up to the scene and using a weapon against one of the teenagers. Y'all need help. I mean that sincerely. Wait a minute. So. If a cop gets a phone call, oh my goodness, this, these teens are fighting. One got a knife and one might die. You don't need the cops? <laughs> this, that, that, look, that is the most stupid. Look, when people say that, I think they're dumb on purpose. Because they don't want to look at the facts. But see, they, they already, they're already saying that the cop's wrong. The cop was wrong. And look, it was a damn if you do and a damn if you don't. Because it, the, the, the cops, unfortunately... If he wouldn't have shot Mrs. Bryan and the other one would have died, well, why didn't you get involved? Why didn't you do something? And when he did, when he did do what I believe was the right thing to try to protect the innocent standard, bystander, they, oh, look, you're racist. Folks, LeBron James already said this dude's guilty. Media is trying to put this dude as he, he's a racist. And look, that's what, look, that's what this Derek Chauvin trial did. By convicting Derek Chauvin, they're showing that, hey, look, all cops are bad, which they're not. This is a touchy subject because how these two stories match, because they say it's the same thing, it's not. But look, Derek Chauvin, I'm sorry, in my opinion, was already guilty before he even walked into that courtroom. What? What you mean? As you can tell, he was guilty? No. The media declared him guilty. And the and the United uh, people were just saying he was guilty. Oh, that was and look, it was it wasn't justified for 9 minutes to be on somebody's back or neck. I agree with that. But our process is innocent to proven guilty. And what's sad is this country is getting to a point that if a cop does his job, 
he's already presumed guilty before innocent. And he has to prove he's innocent, which is vice versa. Our country's backwards, folks. And it's continued backwards. It's continuing backwards as long as the left's running this thing. What can we do? All we can do is pray and ask God for guidance and strength on our president and hopefully that he comes to the Lord. Amen. I want to thank you again for listening to the Cajun Conservative where Jesus is Lord of this podcast. And we promote salvation through Jesus Christ and what he done at the cross. If you don't know him, please get to know him because he's coming back. And he's coming back soon. Until next week, you have a good week. May God bless you. May God keep you. And may God make his face shine upon you. Until next time, bye-bye.